Okay, so we made a big transition from the last time I saw you here in this church. The last time I saw you here in this church, we were in Mardi Gras season. And now we're in the season of, can anybody say the season? The season of Lent. And Mardi Gras and Lent are almost complete opposites. They're almost the total opposites. And we do that on purpose. We make Mardi Gras the opposite of Lent. So let's kind of think about that. For example, raise your hand and tell me what kind of eating habits do we have during Mardi Gras? What sort of eating habits do we have? What kind of things do we do in terms of eating during Mardi Gras? Yes. King cake, right. And king cake is a bright, bright dish. It's a, it's a cake with all of these bright colors and it's sweet and it tastes really good. That's the kind of eating we do in Mardi Gras. That's on Tuesday. Then the very next day is a particular Wednesday. Do you remember what that special Wednesday is called? Ash Wednesday. And so instead of eating king cake, what do we do with our eating habits on Ash Wednesday? Does anybody know? This is a little trickier. Do you know in the corner there? Uh huh. That's exactly right. Good job. You don't eat meat and you eat much less. So in Mardi Gras, you eat king cake and you eat a whole bunch of food. In Ash Wednesday, we don't eat meat and we eat a lot less, huh? Okay, what kind of clothes do you wear when you go to a, a Mardi Gras parade? What sort of clothes do you wear to a Mardi Gras parade? What's very typical kind of clothes? Um, shiny clothes? Shiny clothes, exactly. So you might wear a shiny hat. You can wear a shiny clothes. You wear purple, green, and gold, but it's very shiny, huh? Shiny clothes. And then when it comes to uh, Ash Wednesday, so in Mardi Gras, what do you put on your head? You put a bright colored hat, a shiny hat. What do you put on your head on Ash Wednesday? What do you put on your head on Ash Wednesday? Ashes. It's the exact opposite. We go from a bright shiny hat to the dark ashes on our forehead. You see the great difference between Mardi Gras and Ash Wednesday. What sort of gestures do you do when you're at a parade from Mardi Gras? What kind of, what might you do? What would be an appropriate thing to do with your body uh, on, in, in Mardi Gras? Let's see. Yes, sir. What's that? Right. Wave your hands. Good. What about else? You can do what? You can, you can eat the stuff? Yeah. What else? You can scream, exactly, you can dance around. Now, when you come to Ash Wednesday Mass in church, what kind of gestures do you do with your body? What do you do with your body, yeah? On Ash Wednesday, anybody know, you wanna guess? Yeah, you kind of kneel down, you get quiet. And so you see there's a very different kind of, we, we are very different in Mardi Gras than we are in Lent. You know, we wore bright colors, right, from Mardi Gras, and look what we wear for, for Lent. It's still beautiful, but now we wear dark colors. Even, you know, I'm wearing gold here, but the gold you wear for Mardi Gras is bright and shiny. 
This gold is kind of quiet, huh? So we see the stark contrast. Now, I want to read to you a little part of scripture. This is from a book in the Bible called Ecclesiastes. There is an appointed time for everything, a time for every moment under the heavens, a time to give birth and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot the plant, a time to tear down, a time to build, a time to scatter stones, a time to gather them, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time of war and a time of peace. What that scripture passage tells us is that in our life, we have happy times and sad times. And in our church, we celebrate happy times and we also celebrate sad times too. And during Lent, we give ourselves permission to think of some of the sadder things in our life. Huh? We even have that strange thing of putting ashes. That's a weird thing to do, putting those dark ashes on our forehead. Normally, we clean our heads. Now we're kind of putting dirty stuff on our head. And you know, it's a, one of the odd things that the Eucharistic minister or the priest might say. She might say this. She might say, remember that you are... Anybody know? Anybody say? Anybody know? Say, shout it out. You are dust. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Wow, that's kind of a depressing thought. You are dust, and to dust you shall return. Now let me ask the big kids this question. This is kind of a science question. Let's imagine a forest, and a big tree falls on the, on the ground of the forest, and it's laying there in the forest. What's going to happen in a week, in a year, in five years, in eight years, what will happen to that tree over years? Yes. It'll rot and decay. And what does that mean? What does it mean to rot and decay? What's going to happen to it? Exactly. The tree, a tree that falls in the forest for years and years, it'll start to fall apart. huh? It'll start to fall apart. Now that tree began as a little tiny seed. Now it's turning back into the dust again. And if you go back 10 years from now, you won't be able to tell the tree from the dirt. It turns back to dust. It turns back to dust. And so during Lent, we give ourselves permission to be sad a little bit. Okay? Now that sounds weird, right? We think we should be happy all the time. We always want to be happy. But the truth is, sometimes, sometimes life's kind of sad. Like that idea about a tree that's decaying, that's turning into the dirt again. That's kind of a sad thought. Lent reminds us that it's okay for us to feel sad sometimes. When, it, when, when would it be okay for you to sit, feel sad? When would it be okay to feel sad sometimes? Yes. During Lent, that's a good answer. Yes, when else? When would it be okay to feel sad, huh? During what? A funeral, exactly. Yes, exactly. It's okay to feel sad when someone dies, huh? That's okay. And, and so sometimes it's okay to be sad. And we have to know that, that it's okay. I thought of a rhyme 
and I want you to say this rhyme for me, okay? So uh, repeat it after me. Uh, uh, I don't have to feel bad. I don't have to feel bad for feeling sad. For feeling sad. I don't have to feel bad for feeling sad. Sometimes we have good reasons to be sad. And it's okay. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be a little bit sad. However, for Christians, we're never 100% sad. Even during a funeral, even when we're at our saddest, we still have a little bit of joy in us. Okay? Now, uh, is Father Gross here? Father Gross, Center? Father Gross, last year, around this time, his mom passed away. I'm Father Gross. And I, I'm Father Gross's friend, and I live with him, and I hang out with him. And it seemed to me like Father Gross was both sad, but also happy when his mother died. Is that true, Father Gross? Because she's in heaven. So Father Gross said, we know why she, he was sad, because his mom passed away. But he's, he was also happy. I could tell he was happy because he knew she was in heaven. So it, we never have to feel bad about feeling sad. It's okay for us to feel sad. And the ashes remind us it's okay to feel sad. Because just like the trees, just like the animals, just, and us too, our flesh will someday turn to dust. But what happens to our souls? Our souls rise up into heaven. And so we can be sad and glad at the same time. That's our next rhyme. Can you repeat after me? I can feel sad. I can feel sad and glad and glad at the same time. At the same time. So in Lent, we're sad and glad at the same time. One last thing I want to say. In the gospel... A sad moment was about to come in the gospel story. We didn't hear it, but everybody kind of knows it's about to happen. Jesus is about to die on the cross. But just before that, they go up on a mountain. And did anybody hear what happened to Jesus? What happened to Jesus on the mountain? Can you shout it out? That's, you said it perfectly. His, his clothes turned whiter than any bleach could have done. And that was a sign to the apostles. God was saying to the apostles, you're going to be really sad because Jesus is about to die. But just like Father Gross, you're going to be happy too because Jesus is going to enter into glory and that great white reminds us of our glory. So it's, we don't have to feel bad when we feel sad. And we can be sad and glad at one at the same time. Sad because of the thing that happened to us, but also glad because we know that God will always raise us up ultimately into heaven.